The day is finally here. I've been teasing it for a couple weeks now, but the interview with Nick Kanonica, Tierra Wax Creative Director, is going to be on this episode. Um, now, Tierra Wax, if you don't know who she is already, you know, th that's your past due, but she is a recording artist from Philadelphia. She's a spitter pure spitter so you know she posts videos on her instagram of her freestyling and you know uh, there's an old video of her on youtube of her actually like right on the block that i used to live on um of her just freestyling in in, in north philadelphia and so i mean she's just a pure rapper but she's also just really creative really different and innovative with her music um she really blew up on the scene when she released her album whack world in 2018 it's a 15 minute album of with 15 songs so each song is one minute long so um, that obviously the music is really good as well, but just the way the album is put together is really innovative. Um, and so, um, she was also just named to the XXL freshman list and she's just really blowing up now. So as far as Nick, he talks about kind of where his career got started, how he became, um, a photographer, a creative director, how he met up with Tierra Wack. And he also talks about what success means to him and how it's always changing because, you know, he's only 23 um, and he's got this this career going really strong for him right now. Um, that's that's obviously different from a lot of 23 year olds. Um, and he talks about who Tierra is as a person, as well as her mindset as an artist. And of course, Mumbo Jumbo, uh, her music video for Mumbo Jumbo was nominated for this past Grammys. And he talks, and Nick was there at the Grammys, so he talks about that experience. Um, and, you know, he wanted to give a lot of the credit to Tierra, but I did get him to admit that he is a Grammy nominated creative director. He can add that to his title. Um, because uh, obviously, as a creative director, he's helping with a lot of her music videos. And we've all been asking for a while now where Donald Glover was at the Grammys. Well, I know that Tierra and Donald Glover are friends. Nick also hangs out with, you know, Donald Glover with them as well. So I wanted to know. And, and actually, it, it is tr still my opinion that they were all together the night before the Grammys. Um, so, I want, so I asked him where Donald Glover was at the Grammys as well. Um, but this is an interview that I'm really excited about. Um, so we're just going to get right into it. All right, I now bring on Nick Kanonica. He's Tierra Wax creative director and photographer. Nick, thanks for coming on. Just start by kind of p painting a picture for people. What exactly you do? What does it mean to be a creative director? Yeah, so, um, I mean, me and Tierra have a real personal relationship. So, I mean, I'm always there for Tierra to help her develop her ideas um, and bring them to life. So besides being just a photographer, 
um, I'll help direct other shoots that she does and make sure everything aligns, uh, design, you know, album artwork, single artwork, and her merch as well. So as a creative director for a recording artist, do you kind of have to, like, align your thought process with with her vision, or do you also kind of guide her and tell her what looks good, what works, and what's kind of being going to be attention-grabbing? Um, well, I mean, a lot of creative directors in the industry definitely have to uh, do a lot more, like, um, directing than I actually do. I mean, I'm a creative person, but Sierra is a creative person as well, so working with her is completely different than other artists. Um, so she kind of brings the ideas to me, and then we'll go back and forth, but things kind of, like, usually burst in her head. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of the creative juices just coming from her. Now, how did you, like... Where is your background in all this? How did you kind of develop your skills? Um, my background is I just kind of grew up loving, uh, like, holding a camera, just always taking videos of my friends and my family. Um, so I just always loved being behind a lens and kind of telling a story. Um, so I'm really into storytelling. And then um, working with, like, other photographers in college and stuff, I kind of just started developing kind of like a passion for it and um just being creative growing up as an only child I would just always kind of just mess around and find things to do by myself so I think that kind of made me into it I never really took any classes on it that's awesome so it's kind of like a natural talent that you have now did you did you graduate from Temple University no but I went to Temple um I still have a few more classes but you know as I started traveling I couldn't really um, devote myself completely, so I want to make sure when I do, I like finish them all right and don't skip any classes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely fair. And right now, it doesn't seem like you, I mean, you don't need a degree for what you're doing. This is kind of something that worked out for you. Can you just talk about, like, has the definition of success changed for you at all? Because there's a lot of people at your age right now. Um, how old are you? I'm 23. So there's a lot of people at your age, whether they're j freshly out of college or just in working world, they're creating resumes, they're applying for jobs, and like you're at the beginning of your career too, but it's just completely different than what a lot of other people do. So has that definition of success kind of changed for you? Um. Yeah, I feel like uh, the definition of success is always changing for me. Um, it's like it changed from a week ago, honestly. Um, different, you know, things, you know, I, I also think success means different things to different people. So, you know, what success for me might not be success for somebody else. And this is just kind of like always something that I just kind of knew that I kind of wanted to do, um, as far as, you know, how I want to live each day. So I kind of, I'm on my own schedule, which I really like and enjoy and some of that is success, and then other aspects of success I definitely have to still reach. So what kind of things do you wish to reach for? What kind of are your goals right now? Um, my goals are to continue doing what I do at the best of my ability, and honestly, um, just kind of make a name for myself in the industry, because... Um, 
I don't know, just provide a different perspective on a lot of things. I think that um, visuals are becoming a lot more important in the music industry and um, just branching off as myself and, you know, becoming, you know, more of a developed artist. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of personal goals that I have through all this too. So, you know, it's kind of just like being the best me, you know, so I can be the best me for other people. Absolutely. And you said you have a... Uh, close relationship with Tierra. So how did you become friends with Tierra? Yeah, we met like way back through a mutual friend um, when I was in college at like a back, uh, backstage at a show, I believe. And um, we just kind of like, we felt each other's energy at the time. And then, you know, we would message each other back and forth a little bit. And it would always be like, yeah, we should hang out, take some pics. And then eventually, when we finally did, um, we just kept doing it and just kept like developing from there. It was real organic. So can you talk about some of that growth? Honestly, a f- only a few months ago when I found out that you were Tira Wax creative director, I thought that was awesome. And you were surprised that me and my roommate both even knew who Tira Wax was and, and were so into her and stuff like that. But, but it seems like her growth is kind of coming fast. Can you start talk about that growth and where it kind of comes from? Yeah, um, her growth is, I mean, it's definitely just due to, like, a lot of her patience. She doesn't, she's, she doesn't put things out there unless, you know, she's sure of them, and she works really hard on what she does, and um, a lot of, like, the growth that we saw from last year till now, it's, it's just crazy, so it kind of teaches us that it's not really, like, a linear process, um, you know, you work hard on something and you focus on it and you perfect it um, and then you put it out rather than, um, you know, just putting out whatever the first thing, you know, so many people are so impulsive and um, impatient these days, especially artists, which I understand. So it's really like um, on her as an artist to be both real creative and have all these ideas, but yet at the same time, no when the perfect timing is for everything. And I think that led to, like, the growth, mostly. She really tries to be, like, creative. I mean, it's like the shirt you said, weird hype and creative. Like, is that who she really is? Is she kind of that different creative person? Yeah, yeah. She's, that's exactly who she is. Um, she's, like, exactly herself. So when people meet her, it's like, you're meeting the exact person that you thought you would. And, um She's really just, like, weird, hype, and creative, honestly. <laughs> and she's still a kid at heart. That's awesome. And I feel like the the pop, general population in Philadelphia really knows her. She's from Philadelphia. Um, but I also feel like within the music industry, she's so well-respected more than just her popularity is. Like, is that true that, like, within the music industry, people know her and respect her more than maybe some artists do at this stage? Um, yeah, I mean, just seeing firsthand, I mean, being with her, like, a lot of times, I'll just, you know, um, I'll see the way that people in the industry look at her, and they they really know, you know, that the potential that she has, I, I see a lot of, like, big artists reaching out, you know, um, and it's, it's crazy, because some people, you know, will overlook it, um, but, like, the people at the top, they really do know, and she's just so smart she built such a like strong team around her to where she's able to navigate the industry the right way you talk about that strong team you're a part of that strong team 
And it, it just seemed like you said the visuals are so important now and, and all the music videos that you guys put out, they're all like really attention grabbing. I mean, do you mm-hmm. feel like you're a part of something different there that she's really doing something different that you're really doing something different and, and how high is that ceiling? Yeah, always because it's not just making music with her, you know, it's not just, you know, putting out uh, music to put out music and get listens. It's she really, really cares about the art. And I think our whole entire team, not just me, but like our manager, DJ, uh, like everybody down to like makeup artists and stylists, like they all care about the details and want everything to be perfect. And, um, and they do execute it perfectly, which is like, why I think it's definitely a lot deeper than the music. It's really just about, you know, changing the way people perceive the music. And I think that's what WAF Worlds did a lot, especially in the age of uh, social media with the one minute videos. Definitely. And you talk about that uh, WAC World album and, and just kind of where that idea came from with the one minute videos, the one minute songs. And were they ever meant to be longer at any point? Yeah, no, I don't I don't believe they were ever meant to be longer. Um, but Tierra um, herself actually just came up with those ideas. And as far as like the team around her, we were all able to take, you know, those ideas and bring them to life and execute it. But um, as far as the actual ideas, you know, everything starts in a notebook with her and she'll just start drawing or she'll come up with ideas. And um, the WAP world, I believe the woman in videos were also all her ideas. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. She kind of knew because she firsthand has a ADD and she has a short attention span. So what she was putting out wasn't even just for the people. I feel like it was also for her. Wow. No, that's very interesting. Now, yeah. getting into the cover art, that you, some of this cover art that you design, like what goes into that? Like how do you come up with those ideas? Sometimes they can seem like maybe they're simple, like Gloria looks like it's just like a green sponge. I mean, maybe it's not so simple to think of that. But like then some of them, the actual picture is more complex. Yeah, it depends. Uh, the way Tierra and I work is just sending ideas back and forth through text message. So... I knew she'd like that one for, for Gloria, but I tried to focus, or well, I always try to focus on simplicity in my work, and especially for things like album covers, allowing room for interpretation. So it's just a green sponge. I took the photo in the hotel, I sent it to her, and that was that. Um, if there's a music video, the cover art might tend to be more cohesive with that. So. Okay. Now, uh, Tira just performed at Coachella uh, a couple weeks ago. Talk about what you guys did there. I know you had some merchandise. And did you also hand out or, or did you sell disposable cameras? Is that true uh, at Coachella? Um, well, we didn't sell them. We actually just gave them out. Um, we uh, announced that we had them. And then we set up a meeting spot. And fans were able to come grab them before her set, which was really cool. Um, but they were themed like the merch. Um, so they were customized. And uh, yeah, Coachella was a real cool experience because of that. We have like so much film. So why why hand out disposable cameras? Just talk about what that idea came from. Um, I think the idea was more, we collaborated with um, a brand in New York called Manual. Um, and we kind of just wanted to get more of like a fan's perspective on the show and allow them to have, hold in their hand, you know, uh, actual device besides their phone and take some photos. Um, and they were actually able to send them in 
and we developed them for them and they got to see the photos after and whatnot and maybe even use them on our website a little bit. That's awesome, really getting like the crowd involved. I love that. And now, got to talk about, you were at the Grammys a few months ago. Uh, The Mumbo Jumbo music video was nominated for Best Music Video. Uh, Just talk about your experience at the Grammys. Yeah, I mean, we were just like, you know, proud of her. It's just kind of like a very rewarding experience to... um, just be a part of her team, honestly. And it's, uh, besides rewarding, it's also very, like, reaffirming, you know, for an artist that early on in her career to get a nomination. It's just, like, incredible. So it was, like, kind of just, like, a, a sign that, you know, what we're doing, we're on the right path, we're, um, we're executing things properly, as we should be, obviously. Um, yeah, it's very rewarding. Now you talk about how much the team and Tira cares about, like, the art. But do you ever think, right. do you consciously think about going into make, creating music video? Do you consciously think, is this going to win a Grammy? Like, how can we win a Grammy? No. Um, I don't think any of us ever really think about that, honestly. I don't think she even knew about the Grammy nomination until she, like, woke up to her, like, mom telling her. I don't think uh, any of anything, honestly, beyond, like, what we're doing in the moment is never really in our heads, and that's the truth. It's like uh, just focusing on making what we're making, and then, you know, if it happens to get a grant, then, you know, or a nomination, then it does. So that was, like, definitely uh, a surprise, but, you know. Definitely. I mean, that's really an awesome even for you at your stage of your career to be now do you can now being a part of her team do you consider yourself a grammy nominated creative director can can you say that <laughs> yeah i i could technically you know find a way to say that as my name but um she really uh it's like just we're just proud to like be a part of her team honestly it's 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 really humbling and um yeah i mean i could throw it in there if i wanted to but <laughs> Alright, now I've got one. You may not have an answer for this. I'm not sure, but Donald Glover wasn't at the Grammys. He was also nominated and won uh, the Grammy for Best Music Video. I believe, just based off of Instagram, that Donald Glover was with Tierra Whack the night before. I I don't know if that's 100% true, but I think it is. Where was he? Uh, Do you have an answer? Um, I don't. I I don't, but, um, you know, Whatever's, whatever's out there is out there. No comment on that. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I think that maybe it should have gone to the runner-up at that point. Tirawak could have won it. But hey, that's uh, neither here nor there. <laughs> now, yeah, I agree. There you go. Um, now, I just thought it was funny. Uh, maybe a week ago or so, you guys were tra- traveling, whether you were in Europe or whatever. I think you were in Spain, and there was someone in the crowd that looked exactly like you. Um, can you just talk about what happened there? Like, who pointed that out? Oh, I think Tierra just stopped in the middle of her song and said, you look like my photographer. (laughs) And it's funny, just, you know, she's always pointing out people, like, when we're just driving or, you know, hanging out that she thinks looks like me. So it was just funny to see uh, that she she stopped the song and it was on stage. So it was kind of like an inside joke, but at the same time, the crowd kind of got it because I guess he did kind of look like me. So did the, the kid but, realize what was happening? 
No, I don't think the kid realized what was happening. And I think I think her DJ, Zach, was also pointing somebody out that looked like me, but that was somebody different. So it was like a mess, and then she just got right back on track. That's so funny. <laughs> it seems yeah, like, I, I guess maybe everybody looks like you. I'm not sure, but that's, that's awesome, man. Now, where does yeah. it go from here? Like, like, is there anything uh, that you want to talk about, about like what's coming up or where you want your career to go? Do you feel like it's going to kind of parallel and, and you're going to continue to grow with Tira Whack or what, what do you want out of your career? Yeah, I mean, I hope to continue to grow with her, and then I also hope to continue to grow personally, like, with myself. I have, like, a lot of, you know, I mean, I studied entrepreneurship in school, so I have, like, some business in my blood that, you know, I really like, and um, I also just, I'm a artist, too, so I'm always, you know, work with different creative outlets, and um, a lot of times they merge with Tierra, and then sometimes they may not so you know we, we still have our own you know separate paths but i'm just lucky to work alongside her as well um yeah absolutely and, and you've got a great career going your way i'm going to give you 20 seconds whatever if you want to tell people where to follow you where to look up your work anything like that you can feel free to yeah um you can follow me on instagram at save nick all right save nick that was Nick Can- Canonica, Nick, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, of course. Thanks for having me. So that was Nick Canonica. He continues to grow uh, in his career and continues to help Tierra Whack grow as an artist as well. Um, a couple of things I didn't get to talk to him about some of his merchandise that he's designed for Tierra. Um, the I Was Adopted by Tierra Wack shirts and the Weird Hype and Creative Kids shirts. And those are on Tierra's uh, merchandise website as well as at Urban Outfitters. So that's pretty cool as well. Uh, it's funny because I hung out with Nick a couple times at Temple through some friends. And one time he was just playing a Tierra Wack song. And I was like, oh, cool. I like Tierra Wack. Like, you know. I just thought that it was cool that he was playing her song and he let me know that he was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm her creative director. And I was like, oh, you're a lot cooler than just another fan of Tierra Whack. So that's how I figured that out. It was kind of funny, but, um, listen, this was one of the coolest interviews I've had on this podcast so far. Um, if you liked it, let me know. And tell your friends because, you know, this is going to continue to build from here. We're going to continue to get interviews like that on the show. Um, And feel free to let me know what you think and tell your friends as well because I will be right back here. You are listening to The Creative Flow and you'll be hearing from me same place or maybe a different place depending where you're listening to me. And maybe not the same time either. But I'll be back and you'll have another interview like this next week. Thanks for listening.
Auto on the Beat. <laughs> 